Welcome back to the Zero Weakness Podcast, where we talk about how to be a better lifter, how to be a better coach, and everything in between. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Zero Weakness Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Establishment Coffee. Go to establishmentcoffee.com and... Zero twenty-five. Zero twenty-five, and get 25% off your order and free shipping. Hello, hello. I'm going to record you know how on the podcast there's like that little intro of me talking and then the mm-hmm. outro yeah gonna re-record that and i'm gonna include this establishment thing so we don't have to, we can just start talking ah. <laughs> and that'll make it a lot easier for wait everybody. the one with the jazz music in the background yeah the one that you set up yeah <laughs> you guys listen to the end when he's like thank you once more and he said like thank you three times nah. yeah <laughs> i like it don't change it uh, i'll change the intro all right, yeah. big news, double big news. Yesterday, Zero Wales opened officially. Congratulations. <laughs> Jordan and the team are off there, Jordan and Biz. Uh, it's off to a good start. It's a sick gym. Uh, it's very clean and very nicely laid out and uh, keep an eye out as more and more photos and videos and stuff keep coming, uh, coming up of that. And the other big news, um, people on the exclusive wait list for the Zero app just got access to the app overnight. Uh, so people are trialing out the app. It'll only be available to those on the list for the first couple of weeks. Uh, that was an exclusive offer for those that were willing to put their hand up and, and give it a go. And then after that, uh, it'll be out there and available to everyone. So it's not too late, even by the time you hear this, which will be in a week, it's not too late to jump on that list. I will be emailing everyone on that list this week and again next week and again the week after. Uh, so it's not too late to jump on the list and get on the free trial. Uh, if you don't make it to that list, just keep watching us on socials. You'll see it pop up. Welcome. Nice. How Ooh. have we all been? Yeah, oh, good. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to ask about the app. Is it a subscription-based service? Yes. Or is it, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So you can go monthly subscription or you can uh, get a bigger discount and buy a year up front. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Are we <laughs> going to do our gratefuls? Yes, 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 yes. We'll do our quotes and our gratefuls. Anyone got a quote they want to kick us off with? I'll start. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I saved one the other day. Do, do quotes have to be official? Like, can you just say something you heard a friend say in passing? Does that yeah, count? A thousand percent. Yeah. That's oh, okay. a quote. Mm. All right, I've got a couple. Do not repeat the tactics which have gained you one victory. But let your methods be regulated by the infinite variety of circumstances. Nice. Mm. Very cool. So that's from The Art of War. I'll do another one as well, if you guys need to look at, uh, look for some quotes. If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself but not the enemy, for every victory gain you will also suffer defeat. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you also come in every battle. So you need to know your enemy? <laughs> Is that yes. what it's saying? <laughs> you don't have to have an enemy. You can look at it through a different lens. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you could just say you're competent. I don't know. That's like a sport. Uh, Tom, I'm looking ha- at- Tom Hardy's frothing. Right yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Mine is if you are people first, you get the money. If you're money first, you get nothing. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. All for the people. Nice. Okay. Mine is you don't have to wait for a health scare to want to be in the best shape of your life. Who said that? No one. I just thought of it the other day. Damn. Night. That's an original? But no, but people say um, variations of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
just thinking about it. Um, mine is, other people's heads are a wretched place for your self-worth to live. Oh, I like that. Yeah, nice. Very good. Very, very good. Yep. All right. Before we kick off our Migs comp recap. Oh, no. Fuck. Sorry. I'm a little bit. What are we grateful for? <laughs> CJ. Air conditioning. <laughs> it has been so hot on the Gold Coast these past three days. Very yeah, hot. Nasty. I'm so glad. The air conditioning struggled at the comp on the weekend, and so we cleaned them out yesterday, and now they're icy cold, so I wish I did that a week ago. It didn't, <laughs> nice. it didn't really feel like they were on, if I'm honest. Yeah. It, sometimes you'd, like, catch a catch a little bit of it, but for the most part, they were struggling on, yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, but it, it would have been a lot worse without them. Sure. So, so Saturday I was fine because the afternoon I was head ref for the whole afternoon. So I was sitting right there, yeah, right underneath the fan. So I was fine. Everyone was like, it's so hot. And then on Sunday I was dying. Yeah. And Saturday was hotter than Sunday. Yeah. I was like just placed under the aircon the whole time. So it was sweet. That's oh. just both sticky, horrible days. Mm. James, what are you grateful <laughs> for? Um, I'm grateful for uh, the team that I brought to the comp in the weekend. Nice. Very fun. Very fun uh, cup filling weekend. Big team. Mm, it was cool. Do you know off the top of your head how many in total or too many to count? Um, it was a lot. Maybe 10, maybe 11. I yeah, can't remember. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. Very cool. Mm. It was meant to be more too, Very cool. um, but people pulled out and whatnot. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. You had heaps though. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a really a fun team. weekend. Really cool. Did you have to wrap all their knees? Um, I had, there was one flight where I had to wrap three people Damn. and then Tom Bro had to come help me. Because uh, by the end of my forearms... Got the crampy boys. Yeah, it was bad. I couldn't tie off a wrap. My hand was just stuck like this. Yeah. And it was uh, it was pretty bad. So Tombra had to come and uh, save me. So people get always get funny about... You know how people really crank their wraps? Mm. When, when I'm at like Pro Raw or whatever comp and my lifters who I don't train with in person, you know, people who train around the country or around the world, they normally have their little crew with them that, that helps them in training. And uh, a lot of the times they crank their wraps and I'll be like, no, don't do that. And wrap them quite loose uh, or roll them quite loose. People are always shocked by that. Uh, but it's because of that. If they're really tight and you're doing heaps of people in a row, you have to hold on to it really tight when mm. you're wrapping their knees and it just cooks your arms. Yeah, because I don't actually, I don't pull very hard. And um, so, yeah, must I've always wondered what it is because people are like, oh, maybe don't squeeze. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not like, you know, tensing when I'm tightening yeah. them up and... It's actually a bit of a technique. Like you have to have your hand tight enough to hold onto it, but quite loose. Mm. And then you have to have your lat doing all the pulling, not your like external rotators and mm. stuff like that. Is it like rowing? Kind um. of. Kind of. Like as in you're not pulling on that thing with, with your, your arms. Yeah. You're trying to use your legs mostly. Your legs and back. Yeah. Do you know what surprises people? Because you know how people put like scrunchies and- I hate that. Yeah. So I take them off straight away yeah. and just put them on the floor. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. If they're cranked really tight, you need to hold them together. Mm. I hate doing it because then I have to put it somewhere. It just bothers me. Why do you hate the scrunchies? It's annoying. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Because I, when I first learned how to wrap people from Tom, I never saw anyone do it in this gym until yeah. maybe like two years ago. What I will say, the saving grace that they do have, because I've never used them. I, I only, you'll only see me holding a wrap with some, something like that on them if someone's given it to me like that. Like, you know, we don't use rubber bands in this gym or anything like that. I have had times at comps where I've put them down and someone's kicked one. Oh. <laughs> and when that happens, <laughs> it's kind of game over. Like, 
especially if you're about to wrap. So they, they do serve some purpose outside of just keeping it rolled up tight. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm. <laughs> All right. Megumi, what are you grateful for? Speaking of crews, I'm grateful for my mini crew, um, Thomas Gam Dana, who were there when I competed Saturday afternoon. And they know me quite well, so they know that talking to me on comp day is probably a bad idea. So it made me really grateful that they know me well enough to know what kind of environment I need when I'm competing and also show, showed me how important like your handler or who you're with on the day is as well. Mm. Nice. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't talk to you because you had your hef- headphones blazing some <laughs> weird-ass <laughs> SoundCloud music all day. <laughs> More than anything. It makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh what am I grateful for? Um I, I'm grateful for competitions. I'm I'm grateful that people trust us enough to come and compete here in the sense that, you know, like when you train for a comp, especially as you get better and better at lifting, you need to compete at a place that you know you're going to have a good experience. You know it's going to be on time. You know it's going to be efficient. You know it's going to be safe. You know it's going to have the right equipment. I'm glad uh, or I'm grateful that people trust us enough to do that because even though I know what we've got here is quite special, we're always looking for things to improve. And so in my mindset, it's always like it could be better. It could be better. So uh, I'm very grateful for that. Mm, that's a good one. It's, there was someone on the weekend uh Who's very exper- who's a very experienced powerlifter, yeah. and he said Ground Zero is his favorite pr- place to compete. Yeah, it's a very big compliment, especially knowing the kind of comps he's been to around the country. Mm. Uh, We're not allowed to say his name. Oh, Chris Thomas. Not everyone likes to be shouted out. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he messages me every time I do a Q and A, saying that backwards caps should be allowed and. <laughs> allowed an APL and that they add kilos to his lift. Why aren't you allowed a hat? I don't actually know. Because people wear headbands. Yeah, so you're allowed a headband, but you're not allowed to cover your head. So you're not allowed like a a bandana or a do-rag or something like that. Seeing Chris's training videos, I believe him. In the the rule book, it actually says do-rag. Really? Yeah, Yeah, nice. Maybe we should get Chris Thomas to wear a (laughs) do-rag. Do-rag. What's a do-rag for? It's just to like bunch up like dreadlocks or... No, work. because people without hair will wear a do-rag. What uh, is it? What's the difference between a do-rag and a bandana? Or are they the same thing? No, what? they're, they're different. The a do-rag is uh, for people with like a like afro hair. And it like keeps the... Well, I don't know. It keeps the... Wa- CJ keeps the waves. So, you know how afro hair is very curly and it grows up? Yeah. When you wear a do-rag, it flattens your hair down. And then I don't know if you've seen like people that have Afro hair, like dark people, they have like waves in there. Uh, That's what the waves are. It's your curls being flattened out by the dude. Uh, okay. So they sleep with it on and then maintain right. it. I wore it when I'd get um, braids put in. So it stops the strays. Yeah. Okay. Out. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, interesting. Mm. All right, Meg Dog. Let's start with your comp recap. Okay. Uh, so in the morning, Saturday morning, I handled GAM. And um, it was our first competition together back again after almost two years off of the platform. And uh, I, I had competed once more, but me and Gam, the last time we competed together was Christmas Cup, I'm pretty sure, um, two years ago. So that was really, really exciting. And she had a great day. Um, and this competition was the first time I've had the opportunity to compete in the afternoon. 
which I was really looking forward to because I am an afternoon trainer. But I think now, um, looking back on it, I would prefer to compete in the morning and get it out of the way because there was a lot of built up, I don't even know, like tension or pent up energy that I was just kind of wasting away. But regardless um, of that, I had a really good afternoon. I went seven for nine. I missed my last squat, my last deadlift. And thinking on it now with the squat, um, I'm not too sure what happened. I've hit that number before in the gym twice now, but that's okay. Just wasn't there on the day. And then with the deadlift, I think I was just honestly tired because I looked at the video footage and my first squat in the morning was like 12.35 and last deadlift was like 4.30. And I'm like, I probably was just tired and I don't do that often. Um, how long your regular training sessions are. Hey, yeah, hey. But <laughs> I just do the one lift. I don't okay. do SBD. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and yeah, so, and I tried to train yesterday. I was like, oh, I feel fine. And I got through like two sets of goblet squats and I was like, I am not fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stuck around and for a little bit and then went home. Um, but anyways, back to the competition. I PB'd my squat in dead in competition bench I was 2.5 kilos off of my best bench but I was really happy with bench out of all of them like really really happy with how that went because it just felt very on um what else can I say it was fun I, I want to compete again next year at some point too but I think I'm a real once in a year competitor I don't think I can see myself doing more than that each year mm. Mm. I think you're understating the fact that you haven't really trained squats or deadlifts properly for about a year now I guess not. You've had hip problems. My deadlifts were more of an issue than anything, but because they felt so good in the last two blocks, I, I think I've neglected the fact that, yes, I haven't really properly deadlifted. So I'm very happy with that. Um, and then it was my squats that actually kind of fell apart the last two blocks for whatever reason. So there hasn't been the compl- like a whole lot of confidence there. So it was good. Yeah, I was really surprised that you competed. Like, because Thomas said, because of your... In- like, I honestly didn't know you were competing until like a month ago. I wasn't going to. I kept saying to Thomas, maybe uh, a month and a half out, I probably will just do push-pull or just do bench or something. And then a couple of people at the gym, and this is why our gym is so good, we're just like, just do it. Like, <laughs> you know, unless the, the injury is actually physically holding you back from doing the squat, why don't you just do a token squat and do the comp because you've been saying you want to. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So I did it. Good on you. Well, we're all glad you did, and you did an amazing job. Thank yeah, you, you had an awesome day. Bench really came to life as well. Mm-hmm. It was a bit um, uh, nervous. Touch and go, no pun, pun intended, in training. <laughs> what? Uh, so, <laughs> so that's what my coach tells me to do. <laughs> no, no, no. As in, like <laughs> the numbers that you hit on the day and how easy they were compared to how far off they were in training. Yeah, was really good. And I was worried that you'd be in your head about it, but you I wasn't. kept I, it together. Yeah, even with, with bench, I don't know if you um, have noticed, but I could fail three times a week, three times in a row on bench and still be like very blasé about it. But if I fail squats like once, I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so really happy with the bench. And I like the new bench, like the zero bench competing on that a lot more than the Alico. Mm. It's definitely better than the Alico. Way better. Yeah pads grippier and a little bit softer it's a, maybe a little bit lower to the ground it's a bit higher it's but higher that that's actually not intentional so it's the same height bench but our pad is a bit thicker mm. uh, and so on the next version of the combo rack i've made it so it matches the alico one-to-one okay because in my opinion the alico height is good ours is a bit higher like you notice a lot more people are using blocks under the, under their feet at, at comps okay 
um, which is not ideal. Like if you, I mean, you have to do what you have to do. You have to play to the equipment. The equipment isn't within spec, but I'd prefer people to feel a little bit uh, closer to the ground so they don't have to do that because it can throw you off when you have to put blocks on you. I also think with a little bit more time as well, these benches will wear in a little bit more. And yeah, yeah, they're still, the same height. still very new and still pretty stiff. Yeah. <coughs> I was worried about the mat because it looked slippery, but it was fine. Oh, the carpet. The carpet, the carpet. Yeah, I mean, carpet or rubber, things are slippery if your shoes are slippery. And more and more people are getting terrible, notorious lift shoes thinking they're grippy and they're just not. Because like even my old worn out, shoes that I wear on comp day, uh, like refing and stuff like that, are grippy as hell on that platform. Uh, so people with brand new notorious slipping, that's not the floor, that's the shoe. Mm. Is it the shoe or is it just the placement of their feet because they're so far out as well? There's that too, but that shouldn't be that big of a factor. Mm. Like ideally your shoe is pretty much locked into the floor. Uh, and that's why we use rubber because rubber you can clean. It doesn't, it, it doesn't wear thin like carpet does. But rubber or carpet, like, again, I, I don't have... Or recently I had to buy shoes to do that comp I did earlier this year and I bought Vivos and the Vivos are grippy as hell Yeah. on both surfaces. Did you bench with it on the day? You didn't? Yeah. Are you sure? No. I think you wore your Jordans. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you definitely did. But I feel like Tom Bros, uh, he's not the kind of person that's going to let equipment... Uh, get in the way of his performance. Yeah, sure. If if I wore the Jordans, it was it was about style, not about No, I wore the Vivos. Well your bench. Yep. Huh. Look at that. Vivo AF. I cannot imagine you wearing a pair of Vivos lifting. No, you don't want to because Mine I look like today. a tool. <laughs> I wish I knew that earlier. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for mine. I used to stress me out because I remember I used to, when I first started, I'd come to the gym with my bag all packed, uh, you know, with my belt and I had to have all my equipment. I'd come in and Tom Bro would just be wearing anyone's wrist wraps, <laughs> mismatched wrist wraps, someone else's belt, one knee sleeve wrong, mm. two different knee sleeves because he can't find his other one. <laughs> no, it's not because I couldn't find them. It's because I never had any. <laughs> and it was actually Matty Bro. Matty Bro used to buy every SBD color. And then, and then he'd lose one of them. And so in the lost and found were a bunch of like Maddie's mismatched knee sleeves. So for years I had like one yellow one and one red one. <laughs> uh, and I, they were just my knee sleeves for years. Uh, but that kind of made me, uh, I was like, oh, okay. So equipment doesn't really matter unless you let it affect mm. you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when I started trying to be like that as well to an extent. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, uh, I, I def- it, it definitely does, but not, not until it does. Mm. You know? like it does. The equipment you wear for your first warm-up is not that important. <laughs> anyway. Meg, anything else you want to say about your comp? Yeah, how did, how did uh, besides your lifting, what about your lifters? Lifter. Oh, Gam. She placed third, and she just missed second place by a couple hundred grams. It was based on body weight. Oh. Um, and... Uh, leading up to it, I was really hyper. Were, were you watching the scores or just completely unaware? I was I was a little bit more fixated on that deadlift record, if I'm honest. Yeah. Okay. And then we did crack it for like two seconds, and then um, Vicky yeah. sw- swung in, swooped in, and took it um, very much deservedly because she did um, a really hard water hard, cut, hard cut, hard cut to get into that weight class because I don't think she's usually in 56. Maybe she's like in under 60 usually. Uh, but it was nice. We held on to it for like a couple of minutes and then Vicky took it. Nice. Um, but yeah, so I might 
we might pay a bit more attention next time because I guess under 56s is quite competitive. Mm. So we got to act accordingly. Um, and then I placed second. Mm. Yep. Nice. nice. Congrats, Mick. Thank you. So what was your total? Uh, I'll add it up. It's like 367. 165. 362.5. And my old total was 345. Yeah, that's nice. awesome. That's okay. Creeping up on 400. Huge. Oh my God, no. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> Very cool. James, what about your lifters? Happy with how everyone went? Yeah, everyone did amazing. Um, there wasn't... I think the worst thing that happened over the weekend was... I wouldn't even say it's the worst because it didn't bother him too much. Drum Grumpy missed his last two squats just on depth. Um, mm. He should have squatted around 250, but as competition. He knows that he didn't squat deep enough. He said he knew it on his second one straight away and then just got unlucky on his third. Mm. Um, but he still equal... He, so he ended up going six for nine and still equaled his... Uh, Total PB. How much have you added since working with him? Um, to a squat around 50 kilos. I was going to say, I, I thought his max squat was like 200. And then he did that like 230 or something in the gym mm. the other week. And I was like, since when is this guy so, so, so strong? Yeah, he's. I think we've like, it, it, I'm pretty sure it's about 50 kilos we've added to a squat. Yeah. Right. Even to his bench, it's quite a lot. It's quite significant, maybe 15 or 20 kilos. Mm. And then he's got a big deadlift. Um, I, did we try 270? I think we did. Got it above his knees. Uh, but he did really well. I'll go back to day one, so I'm not all over the show. Day one, I had Sean Makuno. Um, he was really impressive. Last year, his third attempt squat was 147.5. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and this year, his opener was 175. Wow. 170. Or 170. Yeah, 170, yeah. 180, 190. Yeah, yeah, so he's, he's incredible. Let's go. I love that guy. I'm going to say it as well. He's the easiest person to coach. Does the war cry after each lift? I love it. It's so good. Filipino thunder. Yeah, but he is the he is a he's a pleasure to coach. Uh, Ryan Anderson, huge total PB as well. Yeah, man, he crushed it. He's a very large under one ten as well. Yeah, it, well, he did so well to when he when he first started coaching with me. I think he was one thirty something. Yeah, wow. wow. So he's lost over twenty kilos. Mm. Uh, and then yeah, I mean, what what were the numbers he ended up with? Three. 317? Yeah, missed 327 on depth. Yeah. It moved relatively easy though. He wasn't he wasn't uh that pissed he wasn't pissed about it. Same thing. He knows he shouldn't be. I refed it, it was high. <laughs> <laughs> but same thing, he knows it's competition. He hit a bench PB, uh 157.5. Uh and what he did lift. I think he might have only got his opener at 275. Yeah. Th then he missed a second, didn't take a third. Is that right? No. Nah, yeah. But he had an awesome day. Um, who else is there on that day? Well, Caro? You, you didn't coach, but uh, Daniel competed. We shout out Daniel. Oh, yeah. And Toby. Mm. Daniel and Toby both had awesome days. Mm. Toby had the biggest total of the weekend. Yeah. A Wait, oh. maybe was it higher than Broncos? I don't know. I don't know what Bronco ended up totaling. Surely not. Nah. Nah, I think Toby's was definitely higher than Broncos. Because Toby has a big deadlift. And bench. Toby went like 820-ish. Eight eight forty. No, it wasn't that high. Yeah. No. You sure? Yeah. Was Toby's really the biggest total? Yeah, I think so. How did he not take overall if it was that far ahead just because of his body weight? Yeah, because uh, there's lifters like uh, Willie, good Willie, ninety four. Willis. Yeah, that total, what seven ninety, under ninety. Yeah, and then Chris Thomas. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Went yeah. huge at under. 
What did Chris Thomas lift? I didn't see any of his lifting. Uh, he squatted like, I think it was 287. It, it was high twos. Mm, 287 it was. Wow. Can't remember his bench. 170 something, maybe 180. Don't know. It's the best competition he's had to date though. Yeah. Which is cool considering he had so long off with injuries. And yeah. He said he had like six years off with injuries. Well, his knees were totaled. Mm. Like her, his knees were terrible and he's like gone from, you know, a mid 200 squat to almost 300. He's killing it. That's but cool. he, didn't oh, he compete at Zero Pro? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. You had Caro. Caro, that's the most fun she's ever had competing. Um, she bombed out at her last comp on 140. And we've done barely any squatting this whole prep. Yeah, and he's been cooked as well. Mm. Uh, so Jordo's helped her with that. He's done an amazing job with that. And so she squatted 140. Um, she, I don't think, she, what did she miss? I think she only bench? missed her third bench. Yep. Yeah. Eight for nine. Didn't she miss the one forty on depth? No, she got it. She got oh, she got it. it. Yeah. Um, who else was on day one? Sorry, I don't want to miss anyone. No, you Lem? need to write a massive Lem. <laughs> yeah. So Lim peaked for a USAPL comp the other week, <laughs> and <laughs> then just ago, yeah. yeah signed up for this comp just for fun. <laughs> uh, ended up pulling conventional as well as he's a sumo puller. Was he always going to? Yep. Yep. Yeah, he was. He wanted to do this, and then uh, yeah, he ended up ha- walking away with a total PB. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so squatted uh one seventy five. He missed <gasps> one seventy two at the USAPL uh, comp a couple oh. weeks ago. Uh, his he hit a competition bench PB of one twenty, and then he deadlifted two twenty conventional, which is a PB. You've brought his bench up a lot. Yeah, that was um. No, nah, he's done really well. <laughs> wait, he's. His 220 deadlift is more than what he's ever sumoed? No, he's done 222.5 oh, okay, sumo. Okay. <laughs> but it's a conventional PB. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, oh what the heck? Yeah, he's a freak. It's Let's actually go. crazy. Mm. Um, yeah, so he's, uh, yeah, he killed it. Mm. Hoping he gets that four times body weight deadlift soon. Oh, mm. goodness. <laughs> He'll be creeping up on it. Um, Gosh. What do you think? I had Kathy Grant and Andrew Olm. So Kathy, Kathy's had a very rough year. There's, there's been a lot going on for Kathy. Uh, so absolutely stellar effort even making it to the platform in the end. And two or three weeks ago, she hurt her back quite badly. So it was a giant question mark the whole time. Uh, and she was managing to squat okay, kind of skipped deadlifts, but did the comp anyway. And on the day, she did her squats. Um, she missed her third attempt uh, just and then um, didn't tell me, but she kind of cooked her back on that on that third attempt. So she went through and she benched, and then deadless. We only took a first and a second, I think, and then she she called it there. And then after the comp, sort of told me that her, her back was pretty cooked. So oh, okay. good on you, Kathy, for making it through regardless. And then Andrew uh, kind of broke his curse. He's had a, a run of bad comps. He always does a bit of a cut, and it kind of throws him off a bit. So he didn't really have to cut for this comp, uh, and he. Had a great run on squats, just missing out on his 273rd on depth. Uh, he was a bit cooked by bench, so he only took two attempts. The second attempt was really hard, so we just called it there. Uh, and then deadlifts, he randomly switched to conventional two weeks ago after pulling sumo for like two and a half years. Because <laughs> he failed a sumo on training and then just got angry and pulled conventional. He's like, oh, maybe I should just go conventional. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So <laughs> he uh, really wanted 700, so he, he pulled for 700 on his third, uh, but just missed out. 
Uh, not just missed out, didn't come off the floor. But his, his second attempt got him <laughs> 690. So he still wa- walked away with PBs and uh, a much better comp performance than normal. So well done, Andrew. So he's not going to pull sumo anymore? I doubt it. Wow. Yeah. That's a big change. Mm. Yeah. Let's go. I couldn't. Uh, day two I had first up Alessandra. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she goes on the board for all three lists now, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, we're going to need to update a bunch up there. Mm, so she ended up squatting... Uh, 145, relatively easy for a second. Probably should have just gone 150 for her third and said I chose to go 152. Mm-hmm. She actually missed that on a podium spot by 2.5 kilos. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ah. So her and uh, Trixie were battling out for that third place, which would be cool. It would be cool battle at nationals. Um, she benched 80, so she finally got the 80 kilo bench. Nice. And she did lifted 150 as well. So she killed it. Very good. Um, yeah, and another one. So when we first started working together, she squatted 110. And wow, it's massive. Yeah, and same wow. thing, deadlifted around 100 or 110. Um, and then, yeah, so she's put 40 kilos on both those lifts. And I think she benched around 60. So she's made huge progress. She works really hard. Mm. Um, so it's cool to see. Um, did I have anyone else in the morning? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I know you had David Wilcock at some point. Oh, David Wilcock. He was in the morning too. So he competed under, under 100s. Yep. Um, he went nine for nine, so his best comp to date as well. Mm. He said that's the most fun he's ever had at a comp. Uh-huh. The less stressed he's been. Let's go. That's a less stressed version? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was he really stressed at still? So stressed. Oh, <laughs> that's the less stressed He version. doesn't come across as stressed. The most stressed person ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's amazing. But it's funny because I like stress him out even more. Like he'll just be chilling. I'm like, mate, you're up next. He's like, what? <laughs> no, it wasn't like that before. Oh, dear. <laughs> Um, so he killed it nine for nine he set all the records for the masters four yeah whatever it is i'm pretty sure masters four is 60 to 64 yep yeah so it's cool he's 62 years old and still getting stronger wow um and then in the afternoon i had luke jordan angus roxborough and luke jordan angus roxborough and who else drum grumpy yep so i already talked about drum um Angus killed it again. That's you know, right. that's a six comp this year. <laughs> Slow down, brother. Yeah, it's ridiculous, eh? Yeah, so he's done six comps, so he needs a break. Uh, so I don't think he's going to compete until nationals. Sweet. Um, and he ended up going 670, which is a little bit off his best total. But he just missed his third squad on depth of 270. Mm-hmm. So he's missed that twice now on depth. So he's going to look for something big at uh, nationals. He wants to squat 300. Mm. So that'll be cool. He benched 167 and deadlifted two. I think he only got his opener because his hand kept, his hand ripped. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Damn. But he's a good competitor. He's one of those guys who just is there for fun and yep. makes everyone else around him feel really good too. Yep. Um, so, you you know, he'll be lifting and he'll be about to lift and he'll be out screaming at the other competitors yeah. and mm. yep. he's cool to see. Luke Jordan, he got injured a couple of weeks out, unfortunately, but he killed it. Uh, he ended up having a pull conventional. Um, PB at his bench 130 Squatted 210 He's a little bit injured So 210 was A bit of a push as well Yep um, But he's only 16 years old So he's a freak Is he only 16? Just turned 16 <laughs> as well <laughs> <laughs> Yeah no So good on him He killed it What's his squat PB? Um, I think it might be 212 For like a double oh, okay. I can't remember Yeah Yeah nice 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 Yeah but great weekend yeah, we had a bunch of other zero lifters, and, and to be honest, it's going to be hard to rattle them all off. Like, mm. 
Lisa and Jamie both had people from Brisbane. We had Grace that Jamie coaches from here doing it. She had such a good she day. She had an awesome day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she did really good. well. Yeah. Um, so Grace had a good day. Yeah, Lisa had Vanessa Wadsworth and... Uh, that, uh, there was a guy yesterday uh, on Sunday. Uh, Scott well. Thompson, yep. yep. Yep, he's from Wales. He's friend with, friends with Jordan. He's from Wales? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he knew Jordan. So when, when Jordan came over, Jordan introduced him to Zero Brisbane. That's cool. how he got started with us in the first place, which cool. is really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she had another uh, a number of other lifters. There were a bunch of lifters from Southside. There was Dom. There was... Um, what is is it Jake? Yeah, um to his partner Jake. Jake competed. Uh and of course we gotta give an honorary shout out to Stephen Bradshaw. Put his body on the line. Unfortunately, powerlifting sometimes takes some casualties and Steve Steve blew up his uh patella tendon, tore that off. Uh we have to give a huge shout out, especially to Jesse Lucas and to Liam Byrne. The way those guys reacted when he went down and how quickly they kind of saved him and a, a bunch of other people, you know, there was Eli there, there was a Andre. I think, I think Eli was there. Yeah. Uh, Eli, Andre. Um, Daniel. Shout out Thomas. I jumped up and uh, helped out as well. But no, the way the spotters got got that bar off him so quickly to get help him scramble to safety, the way we all responded, getting the banner across to block the view of the crowd, everything that went down was just picture perfect in terms of how to respond in a situation like that it really was so many people mentioned it they're like yeah. look how good that spotting is so when they finally got the bar away andre saw that they had the bar and then andre attended to steve straight away yeah so it was pretty cool how did they get the bar like you know how it was off to the left yeah how did it end up there well because he fell kind of to the side right yeah, and they just had to like lift it and walk backwards. And so uh, as he's falling, it's kind of going that way as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, they didn't did an awesome job. Steve's been in pretty good spirits. I was just messaging him earlier this morning. He's got an MRI again on Thursday, which will hop, hopefully lock in his surgery by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get him patched up and back into it. It's a nasty injury, but um, it's not a death sentence. There's plenty of people who have had the same injury and, and bounce back and, and pretty quickly too. Is that injury more common in wrapped squats than sleeved? Not necessarily. Mm. Not necessarily. Uh, you probably do see it more in wrapped squats or equipped squats just because of the overload factor. Um, but I, I've seen plenty of people doing it in sleeves as well. I don't know his, uh, his real name, but on Instagram, Papa Beer Rogers. Yeah. Didn't he do both of his at the same time? I think so, yeah. Mm. And he's back squatting the exact same thing. Yep. Yep, there's been plenty of. I mean, Josh Rayson, who we used to coach, he's um, he's back squatting and deadlifting again after he did a pro royal this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's he's bounced back very quickly. Uh, so yeah, it's not a death sentence, and as long as Steve gets to a good surgeon quickly, uh, it should be a pretty smooth recovery for him. Yeah, so it's quite scary. Yeah, for sure, for sure, it is. It is quite scary. But shout out to everyone who competed. Shout out to all the lifters. Um, Gidge isn't here today, but she had Sue Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had Kim Seller. Mm. Who else did she have across the weekend? Anyone else? It might have been just them two. Yeah. I don't know. Kim Seller's moving away. Yeah. She goes to Sydney this week. Mm. I won't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said to me before, make sure you tell fucking Thomas to open up a, a zero in Sydney. I don't <laughs> want to train at Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> so One she's day. moving there for good. Yeah, oh. her, her family business is down there. They run um, like pawn shops. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so she's gone to gone to work in uh, flipping used goods. Ah. Mm. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Anything else to add regarding Christmas Cup? Who uh, do you guys have a favorite lifter from the weekend? I always like watching girls lift, especially when they pull crazy numbers. And then there was um, Lana Lowe just mm-hmm. benching a hundred like she had thirty kilos left to give. That was pretty <laughs> cool. Sean, Sean, your lifter, James. I like him because he's just so happy, but. It seems so genuine. Like he's not mm. putting it on just for as a performance. He's just so happy. I really like watching him. Um, I didn't get to watch many, but Trixie, Dana's friend, that was cool to see too. Uh, who else? It was a favorite lifter. Not every lifter in the comp. <laughs> Jam. Nice. <laughs> James, who are you? Who's the standout? Bronco. Yeah. Hey, he's yeah. always. I great love watching. Watch. Just the, the cackle on the way up on the squad. Oh, <laughs> it's ruthless. And I just, he's such a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's cool. He's, he's always a fan favorite. He's just so smiley as well. Mm. Um, I always love watching Angus compete. Yep. He's just always, uh, he's so composed. Yep. Um, yeah, Bronco and Angus. I love watching them two compete. But then Chris Thomas is always fun to watch. Yeah. Big time. Mm. For me, it was Toby. You know, like I've I've been part of Toby's powerlifting journey since the very start. He was one of my OG online clients many, many years ago. Uh, and just to see the improvements he's made. Like when he started with me, he had this... I'll, I'll try and find videos and show you later, but his shoulders were cooked and one was so uneven and he worked for ages on on getting it better and then he slowly got better and then he got stronger. Then he went through big weight changes. Like he went from 110 to like 140 and then lost all the way and then gained it and then lost it all again. Then he moved here, become part of Southside crew uh, and it's just consistently gotten stronger over the years and to see him come and have such a huge comp going from that to like me knowing him when his PB deadlift was like low 200s. And he was squatting in the high 180s, you know, and benching 120. Um, seeing the improvement across the board over time is is always so cool to see. So, yeah, yeah, he killed it. I love watching Daniel compete too. Yeah, Daniel had a good day. Yeah, Daniel had a good day. I yeah, think that comps um, kind of cemented in a lot of people, like members who came by to watch that they want to do a comp next year. Mm. Had like five people say, "I think I'm going to do it next year." Oh yeah, I reckon Christmas Cup is known as like the comp to wrap up the year. Which is annoying because it's so hot. <laughs> yeah. Why can't it, why can't it be like Winter Classic? Winter Classic. Yeah. And um. Oh yeah. So I went out for dinner the Sunday night with the whole bunch of people uh, that I coach and Bridget coaches, and then like some on it. They call it Team Henny. I don't know why. I don't know why they. Want. Oh yeah. They all wore a t-shirt with my face on it. Uh, anything is possible. Mm, it was cool. Even seeing people like uh, Caro's partner wearing the t-shirt yeah, and big buddy people I don't coach. Like uh, <laughs> Jordan Anderson's got one too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Oh, I want to see him train in that now. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so it was cool. Even Tuva. So it was cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks, Tuva. Yeah. It was cool seeing, uh, having dinner with them. But yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, no, it's just a really cup filling weekend. Awesome. Mm. All right. Well, we might leave it there because I got to gotta keep moving. So this will be a nice and short one. Uh, but thanks for listening and look forward to catching up next week. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to the Zero Podcast. If you want more information, head to our Instagram, zero underscore weakness. Hit the link in the bio for all of our services and any information on upcoming workshops and events. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review so we can have a broader reach and answer more people's questions. Thank you once more.